listening to the John Barrett Leadership Podcast, where you'll hear great ideas, insight, and inspiration to level up your leadership ability. Hey, everybody, it's John Barrett on the John Barrett Leadership Podcast. So good to have you back again. If it's your first time, welcome out. We are so glad to help you. We want to level you up so you don't level out in your influence and your impact. And we are going to resource you as a leader today. I want to talk about leadership starts with you. Now, if you want to go on a great adventure, if you want to get to a great destination, wherever that may be, whether you're taking a vacation or you're going on a business trip or whatever the case is, you always know that you've got to have a ending point. You've got to have a destination, a goal somewhere in mind. Some people like to go on vacation and just say, hey, we'll figure out where we end up. But that's pretty rare and you're not really going to maximize your time, even though the adventure might be fun along the way. You may not really get to where you want to go. So we all know how important goals are, how important it is to identify where we want to be, where we want to end up, all those things. But let's talk about something that a lot of people don't talk about, and that's not the goal. That's not the end point. That's not the destination or the vision and all the things we want to accomplish. Those are great things. we got to know that. But there's another point that you have to know, and that's your starting point. If you don't know where you're at, it's hard to get to where you need to be. If you want to get somewhere great, you got to know where you're starting from. And if you don't have a good framework for where you're starting from, how are you ever going to know how to get to where you need to go? Starting points are vital. Think about this. Now, I learned this years ago. I remember when I was young, and, and I remember going to a big mall that my family took me to, and I was really excited. They had the old school toy stores and toy stores in there where you could get, you know, G.I. Joe's. That's what I was really after was, was my, my childhood G.I. Joe's. And, and I can remember going to the mall, and there was a huge mall. There were stores everywhere, and, and it was so hard to navigate, especially as a kid in that. And I can remember my parents taking me up to the, the directory, the mall directory, where you just had this big map of everything in the mall. And what was cool is you could go find your store and that, and they, they still do this and that in malls, but you could go find the store that you wanted to go to, which in my case was a great toy store. And I remember locating it thinking, oh, that's where I want to go. But how do we get there? Where are we at? And, and I'll, I'll never forget... And, and my parents pointed it out. They said, well, we're right here. And there was a big sign on the map that said, you are here, right? And it told you exactly where you were looking at the directory so that you could kind of figure out where you need to go. And I think leadership is the same. You want to do great things with your leadership. I'm sure that you do. In fact, you wouldn't be listening to this unless you want to be a great leader. You want to take your team somewhere great. You want to develop yourself. You want to be the best that you can be. You want your organization to be successful. All those things. You know where you want to be probably. But what I want you to think about is your starting point. And when you're helping to develop other leaders, especially young leaders, is to help them start with where they are. They need to figure out that you are here. Here is the starting point of great leadership. And great leadership always starts with you. In fact, you are here is you. That's where you are. It starts on the inside. It starts with who you are. I love what Ken Blanchard, the famous author and leadership expert, said this. Successful leaders know that a clear understanding of their starting point is essential for charting the right course to their desired destination, right? I mean, what a great quote, right? What we're talking about. Listen, leadership starts with you. Great leadership starts with you. It's an inside job. You've got to first think about you. 
when you think about becoming a great leader. Becoming a great leader isn't about everybody else. It's not about impacting the masses. No, no, no. It first starts within you, impacting yourself, getting yourself to where you want to be. Now, not too long ago, I was in a great interview with Chris Robinson. Uh, he, We were interviewing him in a podcast with Coffee with Leaders. And with this interview, uh, Chris Robinson is the vice president of the Maxwell Solutions and Enterprises of John Maxwell. And they've got over 40,000 coaches that they are training and raising up all over the world that are doing incredible things. Chris Robinson is a great guy, and, and he's just come up through the ranks as a coach, and now he is a VP on the team, a high up. He's doing incredible things. And in this interview, Chris said something that I thought was so good. And he basically said this. He said, if you want more, you have to become more. And, and I remember in the interview, I just thought, ooh, right? It was like, like drop the mic, like bomb went up. Ooh, that's good. If you want more, you have to become more. Then I just thought about that. And I think about it, as a leader, we think, well, we want a great organization. We want a great team. We want great success. We want greater finances. We want greater relationships. We want greater outcomes. We want better products, all these things. But if you want more, you have to become more. You see, it starts with you. And here's why. Listen to this. It's so important. Leadership is more about who you are than it is what you do. Now, think about that for a minute. Leadership is more about who you are than it is what you do. Now, here's why. Because people buy into who you are before they buy into what you do. I mean, think about this. You know this. Think about all your favorite influencers out there, right? As you're scrolling through social media or whoever it is that you follow, your favorite speakers, authors, entertainers, whatever it may be, news anchors, whoever it is, influencers about whatever, whatever hobby you've got. Listen, there are millions of influencers out there that are probably all talking about the same thing. But why is it that there's some that you connect with and some that you don't? Some that you think, oh, I really like them. I could just listen to them all day. And then there's others you think, I, I can't stand them. I, I do not like to listen to them. I just can't take them. Why is that? Listen, they're all talking about the same thing. What they do is probably pretty similar, but there's something about who they are that you either connect with or you disconnect with. Something that draws you into them or there's something that kind of repels you uh, against them. Why is that? Because we buy into who people are before we buy into what they do. I mean, think about all the people that are following all these um, uh, YouTubers that, you know, lifestyle YouTubers where you just follow them around in the day of the life of whoever it is, right? Whoever this influencer is. And people just watch this like a sitcom. I mean, they just, you know, spend hours upon hours and, and millions and hundreds of millions of followers just for someone to follow their life. Why is that? Because people like who they are. They connect with them. They want to know what's going on. And as a result of that connection, they're interested in what they do and they're influenced by it. Listen, as a leader, your team, your organization, your clients, the people that you're trying to serve or the people you're trying to impact, listen, they are going to buy into who you are before they buy into what you do. People are influenced by those they connect with. So when you become a connectable person and a person of influence, then, then you all of a sudden now begin to draw people into who you are because leadership is more about who you are than it is what you do. And when we reverse those, then we get out of sync. 
And we sense that with people, right? We've all been around people that we think, you know, they're bigger on the outside than they are on the inside, right? And that's a bad sign. That's when we feel like people are not genuine, when we, we, we just don't like, we feel like there's just something off about them, when they're bigger on the outside than they are on the inside. But here's the deal. When people are bigger on the inside than they are on the outside, there's something that magnetizes us to them. And as a leader, if you want to have influence with people, if you want to connect if you want to be able to do incredible things, you've got to be the kind of person that it magnetizes people to you. Not because you've got to have an outgoing personality that's over the top. No, of course not. You can be an introvert and you can magnetize people to you because it's about who you are more than it is about what you do. People always buy into that first. Now, what you do is important. I'm not saying that it's not. I'm not saying that you disregard what you do, but what I'm saying is is that who you are is more important than what you do. And when you reverse that, all of a sudden there's disconnect. When people just put all their focus on what they do, what's the next skill, what's the tactic that I can do, and if I just do the right formula and say the right thing and look the right way, then everybody will be impacted and everyone will follow and we'll have great success. No, no, no. No, no, no. You don't want to put all the emphasis on what you do. You want it to be on who you are because leadership is an inside job. It starts first on the inside and it works its way out. You know, it's so interesting when I go into organizations and I look at them, uh, how they develop leaders and, and new leaders that come on or when they level people up within the organization. They spend so much time talking about what they do. They spend so much time talking about the skills and, and this and you've got to have this and if you've got to go about this way, here's our process. What you do, what you do, what you do, what you do. It's got to be on spot. But, but they never talk about who they are, right? They never develop the person on the inside and say, hey, wait a minute, let's talk about who you are. Let's talk about integrity. Let's talk about being genuine. Let's talk about being someone that really cares. Let's talk about someone that is bigger on the inside than they are on the outside. What are you doing to develop yourself? What are you doing to pour into yourself and believe in yourself? What are you doing to, to raise your confidence? What are you doing with all these things that are internal components to your success? And I would say that most organizations that I have seen do not get this right. They put all the emphasis and the training on what people do, not who they are. And if you want to create an incredible team, if you want to create an incredible organization, if you want to create an incredible leader in yourself, then talk about and work on who you are more than what you do. Is what you do important? Absolutely. You got to get trained in that. But it has to start within. It's an inside job. It always starts inside and works its way outside. Listen, there is a massive difference between great leaders and just average leaders, or even bad leaders, obviously. And we call it the window and mirror. The window and mirror, let me give you this kind of picture of, of the difference between two different leaders, the window and the mirror. And let me paint the picture of a bad leader first, and then I'll paint the picture of a good leader. And they're very different. They all operate from the same playbook, but they, they respond to it very differently. And here's what a bad leader does with the window and the mirror principle. When things are going bad, a bad leader looks out the window and they put all the blame on the team. And they say, you guys need to get it together. The reason that we're so off is because of you. And what's your problem? And I can't work with this team. And I just can't be surrounded by these kind of people. They're the problem for everything. So they look out the window when things are going bad and they cast blame on the team. But when things are going good, do you know what a bad leader does? They look in the mirror 
and they give themselves all the credit. They go, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's because of you. It's because of how awesome you are. It's If you weren't here, the whole ship would fall under and the whole system would fall apart. It's because of you and it's because of all the hard work and dedication and everything that you do. And they just look in that mirror and they're just filled, filled with pride, with ego, arrogance, and they just, they take all the credit for it. That's what a bad leader does. Now, let me tell you what a great leader does. A great leader does the total opposite. They, they, they still operate with a window and a mirror. We all do. But a great leader does it totally different. When things are going good, a great leader looks out the window and gives the team all the credit. Say, you, you guys are awesome. You're doing an incredible job. I'm so proud of you. It's because of you and your effort and your investment and what you bring to the table and what you add to the team. And they give all the credit to the team. But when things are going bad, do you know what a great leader does? They look in the mirror and they ask themselves, what can they do better to lead? Now think about that. It's totally different. Right? A bad leader looks in the mirror when things are going good and they give themselves the credit. But when things are going bad, a great leader looks in the mirror and says, what do you need to do better to lead? What is it? What, what can I do to change? What can I do to start with myself? Is there something that I've done? Is there something I've miscommunicated? Is there something I could do better when I, when I connect with my team? And that's what a great leader does. And it's totally different. So the window in the mirror principle is so vital because I, I, I can always tell if there's a really great leader and in, in, in someone who's maybe just an average leader. And I just can tell by the way they talk about themselves and the way they talk about those around them. And the way that somebody talks about those around them will give you a great window into kind of how they approach leadership. And, and when people are taking responsibility for themselves, and they're taking responsibility for the team to say, you know, I've just got to figure out a way to connect and communicate better. That's when you know you've got a great leader on, on your hands. In fact, listen, if you've got team members around you and they're always giving you excuses and they're always pointing the blame at everybody else and systems and processes and all that. And I'm not to say that there aren't times where, you know, there's systems and processes and things like that to blame. But if they're always kind of giving all the, the, the blame everywhere else, then, then you, that could be a good indicator that they're, they're getting leadership backwards. They're not understanding that leadership starts internally. Here's how you know you got a great leader is when you give them projects and tasks to do and they come back and they're honest and they say, you know, I just, I, I may have dropped the ball here. I think there's some things I could do better. There's some things I could have improved in, in what I said. I think that if I would have done this a little bit better, it would have worked. And, and, and they start with themselves. That's how you always know. You can always tell a great leader by just listening to how they talk about others and how they talk about themselves. So I want you to think about this because I, I've never met a highly successful person who blames everybody else for their misfortune. I, I, I just never have. I mean, maybe, maybe they're out there. I don't know. I don't think they are. I've never met a highly successful person that blames everybody else for all their problems. No. In fact, most of the highly successful people that I know, they look in the mirror always. And they think, yeah, there's some things I need to do better here. There's some things that I need to discipline myself more. There's some ways that I can go about this better. So listen, I, there's a wise statement years ago that said, you can make progress or you, or you can make excuses, but you can't make both, right? You can't make progress and excuses. It's just one or the other. You can't do both. So think about this. When you've got someone on your team, are they making excuses or are they making progress? You see, high achievers, 
Highly successful people take a high level of responsibility when it comes to success. They, they take on a high level. Now, I'm not saying to the point where it's unhealthy and they stress themselves out and it's, it's too much pressure that they're putting on themselves. No, no, no. In a healthy way, high achievers, highly successful people, they take on a level of responsibility when it comes to success for themselves, for those around them, for the organization. They own it. They don't just rent it, right? And there's a big difference. There's a big difference. You, you've heard the old statement that nobody ever kind of cleaned and washed their rental car, right? I mean, you, you don't do that. But when you own a car, guess what you do? Hey, nobody eating here, at least for the first few weeks, right? Until you, you know, give up on it. But, but you know, you say, you take care of it. You want to clean it. I can remember my, my very first nice car that I got. And I, I paid good money for it. And, and I, you know, it was the most expensive car I ever had. And, and I remember I washed that thing once a week. Once a week, I would wash it and clean it out. And it wasn't even that bad. But I just remember I took so much pride because I owned it. It was something that I was invested in, and I, I took responsibility of how it looked, right? But gosh, when you get a rental car, I mean, you just, you know, you're throwing things around. You just kind of drop it off and like, all right, it's good enough, right? You guys can clean it out. You'll take care of it, right? That's why I paid you, right? And, and, and I think so many times that, that we've got to understand that great leaders own. They own responsibility. They own success, they look to themselves. They take responsibility to figure out how to make it better and how to make it the best it can be. But when you have somebody that just rents kind of the vision, they just rent leadership, they're, they're just looking at what they do and they're not really taking ownership and responsibility of things, that's how you know the difference between a great leader, an average leader, or even a bad leader is the way they talk about it and the way they own success, the way they own their responsibility. So listen, I wanna encourage you today what are you doing to start with yourself? What are you doing to kind of look in the mirror and say, all right, what can I do better? Leadership's got to start with me. So if there's a problem that you're facing, if there's an issue in your organization or your team or whatever it is, I want you to think about, okay, let me go to the mirror and first look internally to say, leadership starts with me. What can I do better? If you've got an issue on your team or your organization or whatever it is, I want you to start there. Now, I'm not saying that the problem is always you. I, it may not even be you. You may not be part of the issue at all, but you have to start there. You've got to figure out, just like in that mall, where are you, right? Like, okay, here's where I'm at. Here's the destination of where things need to go. Okay, now let me navigate and figure out where to go. So just because you start with yourself doesn't mean that you're always the problem. No, no, no. It just means that you are willing to start there first. You start on the inside and you work your way out because leadership always starts with you. Now, your future success is hinging on what you do today to lead yourself, to invest in yourself, to pour into yourself, to challenge yourself, to discipline yourself, all of that. See, what you do today determines your tomorrow. What you're doing today to lead yourself and to invest in yourself is going to determine how successful you are tomorrow. James Allen, one of my, my, my favorite authors, I love it, As a Man Thinketh, one of my favorite books out there. James Allen said this, men are anxious to improve their circumstances, but are unwilling to improve themselves. They therefore remain bound. Wow. I mean, we want to improve our circumstances. We, 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 we want a, uh, everything to change. We want a great team, a great organization. But so many times we're not willing to improve ourselves and start with ourselves, And therefore, we remain bound, as James Allen said. We're just trapped. 
We're just kind of in this hamster wheel going around and around and around, but never making progress. Listen, the greatest skill that you can master is yourself. The greatest person that you should know is yourself. That's why on this podcast, we've talked a lot about that, right? You got to know your three P's. That's a whole thing that I did um, a while back, uh, an episode, did an episode on creating a leadership growth plan and how important that is to invest in yourself. But listen, the more you know your personality, your strengths and your motivations, the better that you can lead yourself. People come up to me all the time. They say, John, I want to be a great leader. I say, okay, that's great. They say, yeah, where do I start? Here's what I say. Start with yourself. They say, what do you mean, John? I say, start leading yourself. I mean, listen, if you were your leader, would you follow you? I mean, think about that. If you were your boss, would you be happy? Would you follow you? Would you do everything that you're asking your team to do if you were the boss? I mean, are are, are you connected? Are you apart? Do you encourage them? Think about this. I mean, I think so many times we we're, we can easily look up to the people above us or, you know, those that are, that are beyond where we're at. And we can look to them and say, wow, gosh, if I was in their shoes, I would do it this way and I would do it that way. And there's so many things that I'm lacking from them and I don't get it from them. I don't get encouragement. I don't get direction. I don't get clarity. I don't get someone to spend time with me and I don't ever want to be that. I don't ever want that. And, and you find all the things, all the faults in your leaders all the things that that you wish that they were. Well, let me ask you this. Have you ever looked in the mirror and thought to yourself, am I doing that for my team? Have I maybe become the very person that I don't want to be? Have I become the very thing that, that I feel like is lacking in my life? Am I becoming that without even knowing it, right? It's, it's kind of like when you're growing up, right? I, I can remember, you know, years ago as an adult and, and really went with our kiddos. We got four kiddos and I can remember when our two girls were young and they were kind of getting a little bit old, older, maybe into their kind of adolescent, you know, teenage years and that. And, and I can remember kind of looking and thought, I'm turning into my dad, right? Like I'm turning into my parents. Now that's a good thing. I've got great parents and they were great role models, but, but I can just remember thinking, well, I've done it. I, this, is, this is when you know you become an adult, when you turn into your parents, right? And, and I thought, wow, now it kind of makes sense why they did what they did, uh, because I'm coming into that. And, and I think so many times we, we can become the very thing that's in front of us. Now, for me, thankfully, I had good role models. So I, I was good to become my dad and, and the parents around me because they were great people. And, 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 but I think about how many times do we not have a great role model and we become that very thing? And without even knowing it, it's kind of like frog in the kettle, right? You've heard the old statement with, you know, you put a, a frog in boiling water, it's going to jump out really quick, but you put a frog in, in kind of lukewarm water and you slowly turn up the heat where it doesn't know it, over time it just cooks itself, right? You, now, I don't know why you'd ever want to boil a frog, but anyway, if that ever happened, then, you know, this is the case. And I think a lot of times we become the very thing we didn't want to be if we're not careful. So we've got to look in the mirror and say, would I uh, follow myself? If I were my leader, if I were my boss, if I were the visionary of this company, if I were the, you know, whoever it would be, would I be so inspired by me? Would I be so encouraged by me? Would I have clarity because of me? Would I appreciate the way that, that I'm communicated to because of the way that I do it? So just think about that. Now, I'm going to probably step out here and say, you're probably looking in the mirror going, ooh, ouch, I don't know if I would like that. There are a lot of things within me that I would not want to, to, to be in my boss or someone around me. Now, there might be some great qualities. So if you've got some strengths in there, capitalize on those, right? Lean into those. If there are some weaknesses there and there are things that are kind of blind spots, I want to encourage you to work on those things. 
and look in the mirror and say, whoa, wait a minute, where do I need to improve? Where do I need to start investing into myself to, to maybe get a coach or a mentor or, or begin to get a growth plan so I can learn how to be better in these things? What skills do I need to learn? What, what, what strategies do I need to implement into me so that I can become that person that I've always wanted to be? The kind of person that is influential, that is impactful, all those things. Think about this. Those, if you go into a meeting, think about the meetings that you're sitting in, right? Think about uh, the people that you've been in meetings with that are just inspirational. They always just say good things. They add so much value to the meeting, right? Think about the good examples you've had. Now ask yourself this, when you go in the meetings, are you like that? Are you that kind of a person? Would you be inspired by you? Would you be impacted by you? Would you add value to that meeting if, if you were kind of following, again, yourself in that scenario? Now think about this, because I think there's a lot of people that think, oh gosh, I just, you know, when I walk away from these meetings, I'm, I'm not really inspired, I don't really do anything, and that I think, okay, well, what are you doing to add value to it? Have you ever looked in the mirror and said, well, what can I do to, to, to bring value to this meeting? So you get the point. I could go on and on about this, and I know this is kind of challenging, right? But I'm holding up the mirror to all of us. Now, I need to hold up the mirror to myself just as much as anybody else and think, wow, there are so many things in my life that I'm not providing Either one, I'm just you know not doing it because I've forgotten or I'm not thinking about it, or maybe just things I'm avoiding. But I've got to look in the mirror because a great leader always starts with themselves. And they wonder, what can I do to improve myself, to get better, so that I can become the best that I can be? Listen, you've got to build a leadership toolbox. You've got to build that inner toolbox in your life to develop the skills and the right thinking and the mindset and the habits and the strategies so that you can be great at what you do. Listen, great leaders aren't smarter than everyone else. They're not just magically gifted and nobody else is or, or whatever. It's not some secret formula that they figured out. Great leaders have just kind of discovered and, and mastered more, more tools than everyone else. They've invested into themselves. They've done whatever they needed to do to kind of get to where they need to go. So they begin to develop themselves and they, they pour into themselves. So I would just ask you, what are you doing? What are you doing today? Listen, most leaders I'm around, they are so busy in the trenches, just trying to keep their head above the water, trying to get projects done, tasks done, trying to deal with people issues, and they're trying to deal with strategy and processes and just trying to make sense of it all, especially in the crazy world that we live in right now with so many moving variables every single day and, and, and you know, supply chain issues and, and labor force issues and all these kind of things. I get it, but here's what I want to ask. If you are just spending all the time in the trenches working on what you do, right? Or, or I'm sorry, working in what you do, when are you working on what you do? If you're just spending all the time working in what you do, when are you working on who you are? When are you doing that? And if you're not taking time to get away, to retreat, to kind of breathe a little bit and just to say, okay, what are some things I'm gonna challenge myself with? What are some habits and disciplines that I wanna work with myself in? If you're not doing that, I'm telling you, you're gonna be in jeopardy of burning out and crashing soon. You've gotta do it. Listen, for me, I, I once a year, 
I get away. I, I think I've told you about this. Those of you that have listened to the podcast for a while, you, you know, I talk a lot about rest and retreat and making sure that you get away and, and that because it's vital for a leader. If you're going to have a sustainable level of success, then you've got to have a rhythm of working hard, but also resting hard, right? And you've got to have a good rhythm of that. You can't just be going, going, going. You're going to run out of gas if you don't refill. For me, once a year, I get away on a retreat just by myself. I get away from the family, everybody, and I go to a, a cabin just for two or three nights, and I get away, and I just breathe, and I just spend some time just planning and just kind of uh, quieting myself and, and just slowing down a little bit and just being able to kind of unpack and unwind, and, and I spend that just kind of resetting myself. Now, I do that once a year, but let me tell you, I also do many things like that probably every month or so. Not where I get away for two or three days, but I just may get away for three or four hours. And, and I, I probably do that about once a month, uh, maybe once every you know, six to eight weeks or so it, it, you know, it, it max. And, and I get away and I'll just spend some time during the day, right? And, and I'll just carve out um, some sacred time and I'll just kind of think, plan, just process and just kind of quiet myself and just kind of breathe a little bit right, to assimilate where I'm at. Listen, if you don't have some kind of rhythm where you are working on who you are and you're just working on that, if you're not doing that, I'm telling you, it's, you're in the danger zone. I mean, the red light is flashing on the engine and I'm here to tell you, you need to take some time to work on who you are. Listen, leadership is more about who you are than it is what you do. And if you'll spend time working on who you are, it will catapult what you do. It will take what you do to the next level. But if you only work on what you do and not who you are, you are going to grow so slow, if at all, and it is not going to be sustainable. So I want to encourage you guys. Hopefully this was helpful. Work on who you are, not just what you do, and what you do will get to where you want to go. You guys are awesome. I hope this added value to you. I'm rooting for you. I'm behind you. Go get them. We want to level you up so you don't level out in your influence and your impact. We will see you next month here where we're going to unpack another great episode. Thanks for listening to the John Barrett Leadership Podcast. To get more of John's resources, visit www.johnbarrettleadership.com. Thanks.